Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. PR in the state of California are investing in alternatives to chlorpyrifos with grower input. More after this. Attention California growers, production managers, industry professionals. The 28th Annual Citrus Expo will take place on August 14th and 15th in North Fort Myers, Florida. This year's event will be held in conjunction with the Vegetable and Specialty Crop Expo. Make plans now to attend the 28th Annual Citrus Expo to receive the latest research at over a dozen seminars. Nearly 200 exhibitors will be showcasing their newest products and services for the citrus, vegetable, and specialty crop industries. Don't wait. Pre-register now at citrusexpo.net. That's citrusexpo.net. Mites. Their feeding can set off a chain reaction that can impact crops. Fight the mite with Zeal Miticide. Zeal takes the battle to the mites by attacking them where they feed and hide, under the leaf. Zeal delivers proven, long-lasting control by affecting all life stages. Zeal stops egg, larva, and nymph development and sterilizes adult mites. Don't just fight the mite. Fight and win with long-lasting Zeal Miticide. For more information, talk to your PCA or visit valent.com zeal. Always read and follow label instructions. Agnet West recently got a chance to talk with the new acting director for the Department of Pesticide Regulations, Val Dolcini. We asked him about the data being used in the deregistration process of chlorpyrifos and what's the latest on the subject. You know, what we decided to do in May when we announced that uh, we were going to cancel the registration of that product is really base that on good, solid science that's developed by DPR scientists and others within the Cal EPA family. <clears throat> we appreciate the fact that it's a broadly used pesticide which is why the governor decided it was important to not only dedicate some monies in his May revise to additional research, and that was in excess of $5 million, but also to have DPR and CDFA work together to create a working group made up of farmers and various others who have a stake in this to really try and come up with alternatives to chlorpyrifos. I'm Taylor Hillman for Agnet West. I always hear from our clients who hired another firm that they wish they'd hired DNA Financial first. Don't have regrets about your IRS tax case. Just hire the best in the first place. One owed $150,000 to the IRS and had spent thousands on another firm. We stopped the levies, negotiated a payment plan, and had their penalties forgiven. And while every case is different, we guarantee that we'll find your perfect resolution and get it done right. For a free consultation, call us at 866-201-0156. That's 866-201-0156. Then you can say, DNA DNA did did right right by me. me. In today's Farm and Ranch headlines from Agnet West, the latest installment in the UC Ag Experts Talk webinar series features information on weed management in citrus orchards. More after this.
Attention California growers, production managers, industry professionals. The 28th Annual Citrus Expo will take place on August 14th and 15th in North Fort Myers, Florida. This year's event will be held in conjunction with the Vegetable and Specialty Crop Expo. Make plans now to attend the 28th Annual Citrus Expo to receive the latest research at over a dozen seminars. Nearly 200 exhibitors will be showcasing their newest products and services for the citrus, vegetable, and specialty crop industries. Don't wait. Pre-register now at citrusexpo.net. That's citrusexpo.net. Mites. Their feeding can set off a chain reaction that can impact crops. Fight the mite with Zeal Miticide. Zeal takes the battle to the mites by attacking them where they feed and hide, under the leaf. Zeal delivers proven, long-lasting control by affecting all life stages. Zeal stops egg, larva, and nymph development and sterilizes adult mites. Don't just fight the mite, fight and win with long-lasting Zeal Miticide. For more information, talk to your PCA or visit valent.com zeal. Always read and follow label instructions. Dr. Travis Bean noted some of the basics of pre-emergent herbicide efficacy. Finer soil texture can bind up certain herbicides, making them less effective. Herbicides for coarser soils, there's the danger of herbicides moving too quickly through the soil profile beyond the zone of seed germination, making them less effective. Soil pH, uh, and especially here in California, the problem is higher soil pH or alkaline conditions. Uh, this occurs when you have calcium carbonate or caliche present in the soil. This is often associated with increased herbicide carryover or herbicide persistence, persistence and results uh, a lot of times in higher potential for injury to the trees. The rest of the webinar can be found on UCIPM's YouTube channel. I'm Brian German for Agnet West Radio Network. Do you believe in miracles? I'm Brent Michael Phillips from MIT, and I've proven that instant healings and other miracles can be engineered. Visit my website at awakeningdynamics.com and you can get my best-selling book, The Formula for Miracles, for free and learn how to use the Theta Brainwave to attract miracles into your life. You'll also want to attend my free masterclass and learn about the seven keys to unlock your spiritual healing power. Just visit awakeningdynamics.com. Looking for a new place to eat? Delicious food at a great value? The Tri-City Center in Redlands is proud to announce the grand opening of a fine new dining establishment. Terry's Diner, at the former location of the Spunky Sear in Redlands, is officially open for business daily from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. with delicious mouth-watering breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Treat yourself to Terry's tasty dessert menu, such as Terry's famous sundaes, banana splits, hot fudge cake, old-fashioned root beer floats, Frosties, cakes and pies too. You'll find weekly lunch and dinner specials all under $10, including Angus steaks, burgers, Greek salads, pasta seafoods with wine and beer. Terry's brings years of tasty temptations from DJs in San Bernardino and Altaloma. Join a new tradition in Redlands. Stop by at 1350 Industrial Park Avenue between Tennessee and Alabama in the Tri-City Center. Google Terry's Diner Redlands on Yelp or find them terrysdinerredlands.com. K-C-A-A
the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Lighten up while you still can. Don't even try to understand. Just find a place to make your stand. Take it easy. Good morning, good morning. I'm Aaron Brinker. And I'm Tobin Brinker. We are on the Brink, the morning show on Aaron? KCAA. What? Don't we have a third wheel? He's there now. He wasn't there a second ago. Oh. Hey, Todd. Just in the nick of time. Just in the nick of time. Hey, Todd, how you doing? Dandy. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> I turned and you weren't there, and then I went ahead and... It literally connected just as you said, I'm Aaron Brinker. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so. Well, we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. And uh, Todd, you sent some articles. I did. I found a few little, excuse me, two little tidbits that I thought were interesting. Uh, first one up was a uh, story about a young man in Florida, a 20-year-old, who uh, lost both of his parents. He was homeless. He was on the street. He was he was trying to live in some some uh, group homes. Uh, unfortunately, as at 20, he was too old to stay in some of the group homes that he had, he had stayed in previously because he's considered an adult. But, you know, he hasn't uh, hasn't had a whole lot of opportunities. Apparently, he got into a kerfuffle with uh, somebody in one of the group homes and actually um, they put him in jail and he had no way to make bail. So he had to sit there for a few days. They finally dropped the charges and let him go. Um, he's just really struggling. He reached out to his eighth grade teacher. He just remembered there was somebody who was nice to him and and he just went to her and said, I need some help. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to, to I don't, I, I just, you know, help me with my decisions, help me with my life here a little bit. She and her husband um, uh, initially got him a hotel room that he could stay in and, and, and then they figured out what was going, you know, tried to think about what they wanted to do, what they could do, because they have a very small house and, and children of their own. Um, he eventually uh, moved into their into their home and uh, lived on their couch for a while. She set up a GoFundMe for him and uh, and uh, got some some money to help him kind of get started, get cleaned up. Somebody saw the GoFundMe and offered him a job working for a, uh, a yard working company. And uh, so, you know, I just wanted to uh, to add a little bit of happiness to the world and and say that you know what um sometimes there's somebody you can rely rely on even if it's your eighth grade teacher and uh and you can kind of get a fresh start so this young man has um you know now has a job he's been able to get an apartment um he is still being supported by his teacher and her husband um you know and uh and he's got some some adults that he can just talk to and get some 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 direction some some guidance and i think it's just a really nice story you know i i it yesterday i we had a best of show yesterday because i had an event that um uh for the for my other job um we were we have these mentored supported uh scholarships for uh, students who just for students uh, from the San Bernardino City Unified School District. So the Making Hope Happen Foundation gave away three hundred thousand um, dollars in scholarships. So uh, three thousand dollars each. So a hundred of them um, 
uh, to students, and there's a little over 100 actually, to students who'd graduated from San Bernardino uh, City Unified School District High Schools. And mentors make such a difference because very often the difference between um, uh, you, you being successful or not it, it, it comes down to who believes in you. Is there someone? Do you have someone in your corner? And <clears throat> the research is very, very clear uh, what an impact that somebody caring makes. Um, and you never know who, you know, who you've made an impact on. And Tobin, you have talked about this. And Todd, I know for you yeah. the same thing, because your teachers, that there are kids that you know that you reach, that they come back later and say, you made such an impact. And you had no idea. You're just doing your job and, and uh, being a caring, responsible teacher. Um, and and you have no idea the impact that you have on the people that you're working with. Yeah, and a lot of times it's not the one that you thought you maybe had an impact on. It's some kid that you maybe, you know, you look at it and you go like, oh, yeah, I remember you in my class, you know, sort of sort of half remembering them. And and they're the ones who said, you know, something you said touched me or something you said just and – and I've kept that in my mind my whole life, you know, and that's just – it's it's a it's an amazing thing, and um, kudos to uh, to Mrs. Demery in Florida um, for helping out this young man and helping him get get uh, get a foothold. You know, and, um, in reading this, he actually uh, it says you know he he was released from the jail on the twenty fourth of June. He's a, after trying to get him um, uh, some kind of a place to stay. They actually had him in a long-term hotel, but then they found out he wasn't 21 yet and wouldn't let him stay there. Oh. So they just finally said, okay, fine, look, we don't have a lot of room. You're going to live with us. And so he's, he's living with them uh, as they try to figure you know, out where, where he's going. But his goal is to get his own apartment, and, and you know, he started working, and, and, uh, and so he's, you well, know, no, he's got said, a toehold, and he's got some people. I'm sorry, Tobin. Yeah, it said he did get his own apartment. The other thing, too, oh. that they, they did for him is they got him back on track with his education because he had he had never finished his high school uh, diploma, right. and so they got him back into a program so that he could get his uh, high school diploma. Um, you know, and they they just sat with him. So, what are your goals? What do you want for you? And then helped him to figure out ways to achieve it. And a lot of times, kids need that direction. You know, I think about our mom. You know, uh, she was a a middle school and then a high school counselor, and I watched her have that impact on some kids. And I remember. You know, uh, former students of hers calling at our house, and she would talk on the phone with them at length, and a few times would go and meet kids, you know, at a coffee shop or whatever, and help them, you know, long beyond. <laughs> you know, yeah. they, they, they'd left the, the high school setting. She wasn't their counselor anymore, but she was still that person that they needed to talk to. You know? Right. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just you just need a grown up to talk to, and sometimes it's it's not mom and dad, or sometimes there isn't a mom or dad in this case. Yeah. And uh, and t like you said, Aaron, uh, teachers just have impact well beyond the classroom. It's true. Um, you know, they're doing it right. You know, um, the they're making impact. The the thing that I see that, um, and and this state, California, has made significant moves um, uh, to to alleviate this problem. But <clears throat> you know, clearly, there's a there's an issue with foster youth aging out of the system because aids are not throwaway kids. Yeah, no, I remember when I was 18, my mom and dad had joked for years. On 18, I was out. And I came up to them like, you know, a month before I turned 18 and go, I don't know what I'm going to do. And they looked at me like I was insane. You know, <laughs> like, what do you mean? They're like, well, you said I'm out. They went, dummy, we were joking. You know, and the rest of us were like, like really? He like, gets to I stay? Didn't, <laughs> I didn't know. But but we did know? the same thing to we, our kids. Yeah. We were teasing you, you know, and I didn't know. I was actually a little concerned, you know, because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. And, uh, <laughs> 
uh, yeah. So, uh, uh-huh. you know, well, there's there's an insight into our family a little bit, but <laughs> but, but no, you, know, I, you I mean, do it, need a little bit of that pressure. Think, oh, I was certainly not prepared. Yeah, but we 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 actually joked with our kids that they're out when they're eighteen, and and they were both genuinely worried about that. And then we had to sit them down and say, "Oh my gosh, we're just joking. Mm-hmm. What we we don't want you to do is to sit around and play video games all day and not go to school and work. If you're doing, right. if you're if you're working and or going to school, you're you're golden. You're fine. You're you can stay. You know. Yeah. So well, because of my experience, I didn't tease my kids about that. I just told them from day one, from birth. You irritate me and you're out. <laughs> had nothing to do with age. <laughs> yeah. All right, five-year-old. Yeah, well, you know, Pack I your always like Bill Cosby's take on that. It's like, I get tired of you, I take you out. That's right. Make another one that looks just like you. <laughs> I brought you into this world, I can take you out. <laughs> so with that, let's take a break. I'm Aaron Brinker. And I'm Tobin Brinker. I'm Todd Brinker. And we are On the Brink, the morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian Fish Oils today. That's right. Ask for Carlson Norwegian Fish Oils today. Hello, green tea lovers. It's John Harrison with Do Matcha Matcha Green Tea. Our ceremonial spring harvest matcha green tea is delicate and mild. A green tea rich in antioxidants. A smart choice with breakfast, lunch, or before going to the gym. No calories and great taste. Do Matcha Green Tea. This is John Harrison. Thank you for your time. Hey folks, I'm Ken Coleman. Let me ask you a question. Do you dread going into work on Mondays? You're not alone. Life is way too short to walk through the week like a zombie. We all want to live a life of meaning, and I'm here to help. You are dreaming, you can see it, you can taste it, and you're frustrated. I guess it's really a big fear of the failure in getting that job. This is simple, dude. One of America's premier experts on career, on getting a job, on finding your passion. I intend to start my own business, and I'm just looking for someone to tell me that I'm not crazy. Oh, on the surface, Donna, that makes me excited, not concerned. You're living for the weekend right now? Yeah. We got to fix that. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's the Ken Coleman Show. Every weekday, starting at 10 a.m., beginning July 1st, right here on KCAA. Find out what you're good at, because the world needs you to do it. Somebody out there needs you to be you. This is KCAA.
Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Tobin Brinker. I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on The Brink, the morning show on KCAA EM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. So did you guys hear the story about this um, this uh, school district, I think they were in Pennsylvania, where the kids who had outstanding um, lunch debt, school lunch debt, um, their attorney got the brilliant idea that they were that, that sending a letter home telling parents that they were going to refer them to, to the Department of Children's Services to have their kids taken away um, over this school debt. They thought that was a good idea. Of course, the, the parents get the letter and they're flipping out like, what the heck? And um, it, then, of course, they went to the media, it hit the media, and Department of Children's Services going, no, we're not. We're not going to do that. Why? Why would you send that letter? So the, because of the publicity, a local CEO of a company in that area decided to pay the outstanding balance for everybody, which was like $20,000 or $23,000, whatever it was. And um, the, uh, the school district said, no, we don't want that money. We want the, peop- the parents to be responsible. Of course, that hit the media because that was just spiteful. Well, now yeah. the school board has... Um, done a U-turn, and um, they've uh, offered to they've uh, they've done a U-turn on the offer to pay the school lunch debt. The move in a move possibly related, possibly, possibly in a move related to these widespread criticism and mocking and derision that came from everyone. Um, they have done a U-turn and accepted the CEO's offer to erase almost twenty three thousand dollars in school lunch debt. The Wyoming Valley West School District. Uh, now says it will accept La Colombe, La Colombe Coffee CEO Todd, Tar, Todd Carmichael's offer. And this is according to the Philadelphia Inquirer. The do- district says it also has written a letter of apology to the parents for the tone of that warning letter that went out <laughs> to them. You think? Right. Right? Um, so <laughs> and we're seeing these, these, this be a problem at, when, you know, nationwide. And I have to say, when our kids were little, you know, I would prepay for a long period of time. Um, and then I would forget that the money was due because, you know, we, and we paid online. Um, and, you know, I wish that it would, it would just be automatically automatic. You know, you could just refill like automatically, um, that you could yeah, set like that your, up. Uh, your express uh, was it the the fast track, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You, you pay in an X amount of dollars, and then when it gets down to ten bucks, it just automatically debits another, you know, fifty bucks or whatever, and keeps keeps it topped off. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, I, uh, I make it easy for parents. And honestly, if they're going through a hard time. Um, you know, there should be something else. I don't know. I'm, there, there must be an easier way to manage this. I know that different school districts across the country are doing different things. Um, you know, and if you're in a district that everybody requ- is, qualifies for free lunch, then you don't have to worry about this. But if you're not, then you do. What do you think, Tobin? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm at a loss. My brain just blanked. I'm like, well, you know what? I, my, my opinion at this point is, is what the school should have done is not accept the money from the person and just and, and written off the debt. And they should because they need to do something to get themselves back in good graces a little bit. And because they well, have basically shot themselves in the foot with their constituency, that was they just behaved with really badly. That's stupid move. Somebody not thinking, not understanding how people would react to what they were going to say. They were frustrated, obviously, but that was ridiculous. So I, I was reading the story as Aaron asked me that question. And the thing that, that I was kind of gobsmacked by is the fact that this district is so poor that next year 
nobody's going to have to pay for their lunch because they're going to get their 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 poverty level so high that federal is federal assistance will cover meals for all students <laughs> next year. Oh so my the, this, gosh! The, the, I, I guess I, I just I can't believe that they did this in a district where these people are, are struggling so badly. This is a former this is a coal mining area, and these people are out of work. And <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Shame on them. And shame on the stupid attorney who sent the letter saying yeah. that they were going to take their kids. Oh, my gosh. So imagine that you are hitting a major hard times and you've been there for a while and you're doing the best you can. And that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense to me. I actually wonder if another opportunistic attorney might come through and say, that caused emotional distress. We're going to sue. Well, I, I, hey, <laughs> I gotta be honest. I would, it would, if I were one of those parents, it would cross my mind. It really would. Yeah, I'm sure, it's crossed the mind of lots of lawyers in the area <laughs> who will be contacting parents. <laughs> Golly, and you'll see a, you'll see a particular uh, attorney in, for the school district be uh, fired. Where's this at? Uh, in Pennsylvania, coal mining Pennsylvania. country, in Pe- Wyoming uh, County, Pennsylvania. Okay, don't know Wyoming County. I lived in Western Pennsylvania yeah. for a few years. So. so I think it's Podunk, Pennsylvania. I think that's the official yeah. name. <laughs> oh, Aaron. Oh. I can see the lawyers now. Yun's feeling like you <laughs> got a uh, little stress. <laughs> got a little stress there. Yun's being a, you, a Western Pennsylvania thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That reminds me of my cousin Vinny. Did you say Utes? Yeah. <laughs> We just rewatched that movie. What's a Ute? What's a Ute? I love that movie. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. So um, Eastvale has had a um, uh, a credit cards. Tobin, do you have that one? Uh, No. Okay. I'm having a problem with the San Bernardino Sun. All right. So Eastvale's credit card paid thousands for employee parties and baby showers. Now leaders may vote to say that that's okay. After a citizen group criticized Eastvale for using the city, the city of Eastvale for using the city credit card to pay for employee birthday parties, holiday parties at Dave and Buster's, a baby shower and other entertainment, the city council is preparing to change its policy and will allow the card using the card on entertainment. The credit policy prohibits using it on an entertainment currently, though, according to the city manager, um, you know, he, they've been approving this, those kinds of expenses. He signed off on the staff on a staff wide party at Dave and Buster's at Ontario Mills in December. The city records show that it was a $3,500 reservation, not counting the cost of gifts raffled off at the party and other expenses. Now Jones is asking the city council to vote Wednesday on a proposal that would allow cardholders, and those are mostly directors and managers, to make entertainment purchases as long as they're necessary for city operations. No, 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 no. They're going to get in trouble um, with the state. Uh, That kind of stuff is considered a gift of public funds. Um, and uh, they, they have to be very careful about how they do that. Um, yeah. Critics say, yeah, that that's a bad use of the residents' money, taxpayer yeah. dollars, um, especially when officials have been talking about raising taxes. You think? Um, yeah, I don't want to pay for, for my uh, councilman to have a birthday cake. No. Buy their own birthday cake. Exactly. Exactly. And do what, you know, I, I worked for many nonprofits, and, you know, many of them have auxiliaries or... or because this this is not an appropriate use of money. Yeah, I uh, I absolutely agree. Um, Eastvale has been facing budget struggles um, and discussed dissolving a city 
uh, back at dissolving the city back in 2010, and Harupa Valley went through the same thing. That was during the recession, yep. um, and that was tied to the budget le- legislation that diverted ve- vehicle license fee revenue, which was at the time a critical part of their budget. Um, uh, that uh, the those funds were restored in 2017 um, <clears throat> from a Governor Brown signing legislation restoring that funding in 2017. In 2017, also um, Eastvale Salary Survey found that. Nine of the city's job, the city job classifications paid at least. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's 5% less than the average of nearby cities in a similar size, while four classifications were 5% more above the average. So that sounds that they're right about average. Wednesday's... Um, uh, uh, vote. Uh, they had a vote on Wednesday to make minor changes to the purchasing card policy, while a later discussion, or this coming Wednesday, so that was yet last night, while at a later discussion we'll go um, into depth on what type of expenses are appropriate. None of them are appropriate. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, I just, they're not appropriate. So with yeah, that. They need to remember that they, they're stewards of a public trust. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. So it is uh, time for a break. I'm Aaron Brinker. And I'm Tobin Brinker. I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292 FQ Riverside, and K293 CF Moreno Valley. NBC News Radio. I'm Lisa Carter. Former special counsel Robert Mueller says Russia is working to interfere in next year's presidential election. Mueller testifying in a House hearing Wednesday, Russia's interference in the 2016 presidential election was not a single attempt. He insisted that, in his words, they're doing it as we sit here. He said other countries are plotting to do the same. Mueller said they found evidence that Russia did try to help Donald Trump win the presidential election. He also said Trump campaign officials built their messaging strategy around Russia's interference campaign. Brian Shook reporting. And late-night comedians are weighing in on Mueller's testimony. On Late Night, Seth Meyers suggested when Trump heard he could be charged after leaving office, he started pushing the sofa in front of the door. On The Daily Show, Trevor Noah said to avoid being charged, Trump is never leaving office. Accused child sex trafficker and Manhattan financier Jeffrey Epstein is recovering after being found injured in his jail cell in New York City. He was found sprawled out, semi-conscious, inside his cell with marks on his neck in what investigators believe was either a suicide attempt or a bid at getting himself transferred out of the Manhattan jail. The Daily Beast reports that Epstein had been moved recently to solitary after other inmates had threatened him. He was busted back on July 6th for allegedly sexually abusing underage girls in his Manhattan townhouse. Noam Layden, NBC News Radio, New York. Boeing's thinking about stopping production of the 737 MAX jetliner. The plane had been Boeing's best-selling aircraft, but it's been grounded since March after two deadly crashes. On Wednesday, Boeing officials said if the grounding of the plane continues, the company might stop producing the jets altogether. And tenders now warning LGBTQ users when it could be unsafe to swipe. A new traveler alert feature was announced Wednesday. It will automatically hide profiles in countries where same-sex relationships are illegal. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. 
It's time to take a look at our roadways. I'm Erin Brinker. In Corona on the 91 westbound at the 15, an accident there has been cleared. Uh, the drive is still slow, though, backed up from La Sierra and stays busy in pockets all the way forward to Green River Road. There is a sig alert in Fallbrook, so if you're heading down to San Diego, this is on the 15 northbound after Mission Road, so it's heading up from San Diego. The two right lanes are blocked from an earlier big rig crash. Mercy Air has taken off. The southbound 15 is slow from Winchester all the way down to Mission Road. In the Cajon Pass, there's a sig alert on the 15 southbound after Oak Hill Road. An injury crash has the two right lanes blocked, and stop-and-go traffic is backed up from the 395. The Sigler in San Bernardino has been canceled. This was at the 10 westbound at Waterman. Uh, a crash has been cleared from the on-ramp. And finally, in Ontario, on the 10 westbound at Haven, an accident has been cleared, but slow traffic is still backed up from the 15. This has been your traffic report. Drive carefully, everyone. I'm Erin Brinker, and this is KCAA. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm Lori. Slight chance of showers for this morning, then mostly sunny with a high of 100. Cloudy overnight with a low of 71. Sunny with a high of 100 on Friday. Saturday, sunny, a high of 100. The same for Sunday. Monday, sunny, dropping down to a high of 99. Tuesday, dropping down to a high of 97. I'm Lori, broadcasting live from the Tri-City Center at the 10 and 210 freeways. We are the trifecta of talk in Southern California. KCAA 102. 3 FM, Riverside 106.5 FM, Redlands, and the Legacy 1050 AM, Loma Linda, San Bernardino. Quality Auto Works in San Jose honors and salutes our local veterans for their bravery and sacrifices. Quality Auto Works encourages all area businesses to add a veteran sense of duty, integrity, and elite skills to your company's arsenal. These dedicated men and women have been entrusted with the mission of our nation. Imagine what they can do for your company. That patriotic reminder is courtesy of Quality Auto Works in San Jose, where they are urging local businesses hire smart and hire vets. Drivers, when it's time to visit the DMV, avoid the long lines and save time by calling toll-free 833-DMV-LINE. That's 833-DMV-5463. Broadcasting more local radio programs than any other station in California, we are KCAA. Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Tobin Brinker. I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA. And I'm super excited to welcome back to the show Dr. John Huber. He is the founder and executive director of Mainstream Mental Health. It's a group that's working to change the way we think and talk about mental health to bring it into the mainstream. He joins us once a month to talk about... uh, issues relating to mental health uh, in and around the nation. Dr. John Huber, welcome back. Good morning, Aaron, Tobin, Todd. So there's a lot of discussion, and, and, and we had a – let me back up. So my other job is that I work with – I work for a nonprofit that is a part of an educa- – it's an educational foundation uh, mm-hmm. for a local school district. I run the infant-toddler um, uh, program, which is uh, research-based parenting education for families with children awesome. ages 0 to 5. And then I also run the um, uh, mentor-supported scholarship program for kids that are – that have graduated from the schools, uh, the local high schools, and are moving into college. They each get – the ones who get the scholarships also get a, a mentor 
mentor to help them for the first two years. And we talked a lot. We had an event yesterday and talked a lot about mental health and, and you know, loneliness is an issue on campus. Burnout is an issue in the workplace, um, uh, you know, and, and how we, we work with one another and deal with one another really impacts um, our ability to kind of work through our lives. And, you know, on a policy standpoint and, and you know, on a, on a business standpoint, how important is mental health uh, for your citizens and uh, your employees? Well, I mean, it, you can't really stay physically healthy very long if you don't have good po- uh, positive mental health. And that the opposite is true. You can't have good positive mental health unless you have good physical health. And it, it's not an either or. It's both and kind of situation. What I mean by that is, you know, that you can back only in our society. We teach everybody to take criticism better, and we don't teach people how to take kudos when they do well. And we don't oftentimes do that because of that situation. You know, it's interesting because so many people, myself included, um, I, I want to hear that I'm doing well um, uh, or have constructive criticism when I not, I'm not, but I want to hear that I'm doing well. But every time I do get that feedback, I'm uncomfortable with it because I don't quite know what to do with it um, because it's kind of foreign Absolutely. in our culture. <laughs> it, it is. In fact, what happens is most people make an excuse when they do something well and somebody tells them about it. Oh, well, you know, I can remember with, with students, they would do well on my test, and I would compliment them. I would ask them to come by the office, or I'd send them an email, and I'd always get, oh, well, it was an easy test. And, like, if it was an easy test, 15% wouldn't have failed it. You know, I mean, you know, it, it's not an easy test. You prepared and made it easy for you. Yeah. And that's what you need to be complimented on. You know, you did what I asked you to do. And we get... We don't teach people how to just say thank you and accept that. We teach them, oh, well, you have to make an excuse why you did well. And we do it inadvertently by teaching people to learn to take criticism better, which we already do that. We start that in kindergarten. We start teaching kids, oh, learn to take criticism better. You need work taking criticism better. Well, the truth is, as leaders, as business owners, as bosses, we need to learn to give positive feedback, not just the criticism that is designed to uh, uh, improve performance. When performance does improve, you need to say it. Yeah. Like, yes, you do. Um, You know, it's interesting. We... um, all of us here on on uh, on the interview panel, um, we were we've worked in low income districts or we or school districts, and one of the challenges that we see is that when a student, a particular student, starts doing really well, his peers or her peers may pull them back down, and it's actually Absolutely. I think more common with male students than it is female students. But um, you know, it's it's not only are we uncomfortable with our own success, we're uncomfortable with others around us being successful, um, which is you know, from a from a community standpoint, that's really hard to work against. Correct. It is. And, you know, nobody wants to be the school boy or the school girl, especially, you know, in front of your peers. You want to have this identity as being independent and a leader and not a follower, not, not just kowtowing to everything people ask you to do. But the reality of it is you can be both. You don't have to be that, you know, dependent thinker, education of Dunright teaches independent thinking, independent thought, and independent moving forward. The problem is these kids have parents who don't value education. They don't see the necessity. 
necessity of it because they live, a, you know, a lot of people live a very hard life and they don't, they think that as being something that prepares you for being weak. And uh, it, it's unfortunate. It really is. So what can, what can um, uh, businesses do or do, you know, uh, let me back up. Um, one of the, <laughs> That's a big topic. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, one, of, one of the things that, that some, some forward-thinking business and school districts and municipalities or whatever um, allow for mental health days uh, as a way to de- kind of decompress and to, um, uh, you know, just to, to, to just rest and recuperate from a stressful period or whatever. And others do not, or they may give one or two, and they really don't want your sick days being used unless you're actually physically sick. Um, you know, and, and, I, and I think that mental health days are important. And so how can you advocate or, you know, for, as an employee, uh, advocate for that, you know, for getting more mental health days allowed? Right. Well, you know, it's interesting because the school district last week in Oregon passed, just passed a, a, an ordinance that allows students up to five mental health days that there's no explanation that they can just be gone. Now, I've talked to administrators, and one of the things that they've said is that, you know, they think it would be a great idea, but they would need to extend the school year five extra days to make sure that they're getting the minimum number of days that they think they need to get information sent across and taught, and that way they don't lose any money from the federal government because they're meeting their minimum days. And, uh, you know, they think it's a great idea, and that gives our students a little bit of autonomy. It gives them a sense of control, which is always beneficial to stop burnout, even in school settings. And uh, it gives them a little bit of, of independence, so they don't feel like they're always being micromanaged. We also know that situations like school uniforms actually make kids' lives easier as much as they fight it because they don't want to look like everybody else. It really does make things easier because if you don't have a lot of money uh, and you can go to school looking just like the kids with all the money in the world and there's no economic visual division between the students. So there's, there's you know, a lot of things we can do within that system, but having those mental health days, you know, I sit back as a mental health professional and, you know, I watch my kids. I see when they're stressed. I know all the extracurricular activities they do. I know what they do outside of school. And, and uh, you know, there have been times when my kid's mom and me have said, no, they just need to, they just need to stay home, relax. They're, they're getting beat up by the process, not by the actual work and that kind of stuff, just the whole thing. And they need to learn to take care of themselves. So we've you know, had our kids get up in the morning and we just grab them a cup of coffee and sit down and start talking with them and, and uh, tell them to relax. That's beautiful. And I know that we did the same thing with our kids, you know, when they just, uh, especially the, the kids who are, you know, they're taking all the AP classes, they're, they're right. doing the extracurriculars, and, and we put a lot on our kids, you know, allowing them a day to decompress. Like, what do you, you have a test today? Do you have, okay, fine, you can stay home. No problem. Take a deep breath. Right. Go back to sleep, which is usually what they did. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do that, yes. Obviously very stressed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So how can people learn more about mainstream, we're about out of time, about about mainstream mental health? Well, they can go by our website at mainstreammentalhealth.org or follow us at drpsycho, D-R-P-S-Y-C-H-O dot O-R-G. And you can follow all our uh, multimedia and social media 
uh, links there from our YouTube channel to our Twitter feed. Well, Dr. Huber, it is always a treat to have you on the air with us. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you, Aaron. I love everything you do and your show. Thank you for making me a part of it. Thank you. Thank you. So, and have a wonderful month. We'll talk to you next month. Awesome. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. All right. So with that, it's time for a break. I'm Aaron Brinker. And I'm Tobin Brinker. I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA FM 102.3, FM 106.5 and 1050 AM. We will be right back. 60 years of fascinating facts. This is the man from yesterday. Back in time, this time in 1966, Honda bikes are all the rage. A catchy commercial heard on radio and TV. You meet the nicest people on a Honda. Go little Honda, go little Honda, go little Honda. A.com. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian Fish Oils today. That's right, ask for Carlson Norwegian Fish Oils today. In the Inland Empire, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. Like the Cookout Kings who invite you over every weekend for Burger Palooza. Well, here's another good neighbor you can count on, State Farm Agent Joe Amlani. He and his team are here to help life go right when you combine your home and auto insurance, which can save you money and time. So combine home and auto and start the savings rolling. Call State Farm Agent Joe Amlani, 909-894-4619 today. The Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands is home to some of the best bargain shopping in the region. Cityware, Style for Less, and Dollar Tree to name just a few. Friendly shop owners and staff are waiting for you to stop in for the many specials and bargains they're excited to share. The Tri-City Shopping Center is located just off I-10 between Alabama and the Tennessee exits in Redlands. Make it your home for all your shopping needs and you'll know why the Tri-City Center is called the Mall with a Heart. K-C-A-A From my heart and from my hand Why don't people understand my intention? Welcome back, I'm Erin Brinker And I'm Tobin Brinker I'm Todd Brinker And when you hear that tune, you know it's time for Todd's Tech Review it is really, really, really Ha-ha. cool. So I got a new thing to play with the other day and I'm going to do updates over a period of time, but this is the first initial impression of the chili pad. Now, do either of you wake up 
just baking at night, like you sleep like an oven? Yes. I know I do. I regularly wake up just hot as could be cooking. And I tend to, I don't know why, but I, I can't go to sleep unless I have some kind of blanket on me. And then I end up being just way too hot. So the chili pad has been invented to fix that problem. Mm. Essentially what it is, is a mattress pad that goes underneath your fitted sheet. And it's got uh, silicone tubes running back and forth through it. You can get uh, it in every size bed. You can get it for single person or for dual person so that each person can have their own side. And then tubes come out of it at one end or the other. You can have it come out at the head or at the foot and attached to a little cube that sits on the floor. The cube is about 10 inches in all directions. And it either heats or cools your bed. So you're laying on top of something that cools or heats. It uses thermoelectric cooling. So I don't know if you ever remember, um, uh, Tobin, you might remember uh, the Coolertron cooler that our dad used to have, which is like a ice box that you don't have to put ice in, right? You can take it to the beach, you just plug it into the to the uh, cigarette lighter in the car or the power junction, as they're now called. Um, and essentially um, uh, creates more heat or cooling based on the uh, and I'm going to mess up the pronunciation, the Peltier effect. And oh. uh, so it's it's a way uh, to efficiently create cooling or heating. And so you get to sleep on something that is cooler than the room. It actually cools your bed from the bottom up. Uh, so no, Now, I have slept on a cold water bed before, and it was mm-hmm. miserable. And I tend to run run warm. I mean, I tend to run. I, I'm always overheated, even mm-hmm. when I'm awake. Um, and so, um, it, but it was it was it was chilling to the bone. Now, this isn't like that. I would imagine because nobody would want it. So, you know, is it is it as cool as you want it to be, or you know, can you can you time it so it it turns off and turns back on, and you know, all that stuff. Right. So it has a remote so that you can either you can increase or decrease the temperature. Um, it basically can, uh, as far as cooling, will go 15 degrees below the ambient temperature of the room, give or take, uh, with a maximum of uh, a minimum temperature of about 55 degrees, which means that uh, if you're in a room that's about 70, it'll get down to about 55. If you're in a room that's hotter, then it'll get less than that, but it's going to be cooler than the ambient temperature of the room. And this particular model does not have a timer. They have a newer advanced model that has just been released that also has a timer. In fact, it, ha- it comes with an app. Of course it does. Of course it so does. So you can set it up to um, uh, like change temperature throughout the night. And so you can have it like at, if you know there's a certain time of night when you, when you need to be a little cooler or a little warmer or whatever, you can do that. Um, so first night sleeping on it. You can feel the silicone tubes in the mattress underneath you. They run vertically on the bed. So it's not like you're laying on a, um, you know, on a straw mat that you feel the pieces of the, you know, our bamboo mat or something. You feel pieces of bamboo underneath you. But you do notice that they're there. I did not find it to be disruptive. So um, I'll have to uh, talk to my, my lovely wife and see what her thoughts were. Um, I will tell you that my first night, what I did was I set the thermostat higher than I normally do. I mean, it's been very hot over the evening. I tend to sleep with the windows open, but it's been so warm that I haven't done that the last couple nights. But I did say, okay, I'm going to cool the bed so I don't have to cool the whole house. So I let the, the room get warmer. Well, again, it 
maximum maximum cooling is 15 degrees degrees below uh, ambient temperature. I found that I woke up uh, about two o'clock warm because mm. it the room was too warm, and and it and so I then adjusted the thermostat at that point in time, and then was comfortable for the rest of the night. So the next night, uh, tonight, I will uh, not mess with these the settings in the room and just see what happens. The other thing that I noticed, and this is something that they talk about, is that the cube is supposed to have 24 inches of clear space around it in every direction. Now, it has plenty of tubing to do that, but as uh, the way our room is arranged, my side of the bed is uh, up against a wall along the length of the bed, and I have maybe 24 inches total. So if I set the cube in the middle of it, I don't have 24 inches of clearance between uh, around the walls. Um, so I'm going to try to solve that problem by putting a small fan on the floor and blow it at it to just because I think what happened is that it, it's not able to to move the air out because obviously if it's doing a heat exchange, it's putting out some heat, and that heat then sits around it, and then it feels like the ambient temperature of the room is higher, and so therefore it's not cooling very well. Oh. So I'm going to put a fan down, blowing the hot air out into the room a little bit. Not that it's you know hot, hot air, but it's warmer air, right? So I'll see if that makes it a little bit more effective. So that's one thing I'm going to try with it. But overall, I've got to say that the basic concept, other than, than the little hiccup in the middle of the night because of me trying to test it in the extremes a little bit, worked well. I, I liked the idea of laying on a cooler bed and uh, and making it more comfortable for me to sleep because yeah. it's weird i get into bed and i feel like i want to be i want to be warmed up initially but then i want it to be cool so getting into it when it was already a little cool was a little odd for me but um, i very quickly got comfortable did it feel really cool though when you first got in i mean did you yes how, how, how cold did you feel when you first got in so um the minimum setting i mean you can low is it is setting the thing to 55 degrees you can set it all the way up to 110 so it can warm it up for you significantly yeah. i would think that would be too warm for most people but um i had it set to just the absolute lowest mark and got into the bed and it was noticeably cool to the touch when you got in it i wouldn't say it was 55 degrees but again it's the tubes i mean that might have been the temperature of the water the tubes then are you know, uh, made out of silicone, they're going to absorb a little bit of that temperature. Then it's in a cotton, basically bed topper. Then it's under my sheet. So there's, you know, there's some layers of, yeah. of material between me and the water. Um, but it was it, when you you knew that when you lay down on that, that it was a cooled surface. It wasn't just the ambient temperature of the room. It was significantly cooler than getting into just a regular bed, and and felt good for most of the night. So I know that Tobin, you will stay up really late yeah. <clears throat> because our bedroom is the last um, last room in the in line uh, for the ducting in our house. So it's the last one to cool down, and it's the side of the house that's really hot. So um, uh, and so it it has to be pretty cool in our house for you to be able to sleep. And so mm -hmm. maybe this would be allow you to go to bed earlier. Yeah, I uh, by the passing of Jane Smith, uh, a board member, and uh, the person that they appointed is a friend of mine, uh, Mike Snellings. Um, he is a former uh, assistant superintendent from the Colton Joint Unified School District, and he's a really wonderful guy. And I just wanted to give him a shout out and say congratulations. I think you Kaipa got a wonderful uh, board member in Mike Snellings. Um, I'll be interested to see if he decides to run for the full term. He basically has this year, and then next year in 2020 in November, he would have to, to run for the position. Um, but uh, they, they really appointed somebody who's got great knowledge and just a really decent guy. Um, and I, I got to know him when he was in the Colton School District 
Um, and I just think he's fantastic. So I, I had to give a shout-out to him and, and let our listeners from the Ukaipa area know that they got a really good uh, board member. Well, that's good luck wonderful. to him and Ukaipa. So with yeah. that, it's, we're at the end of our show for today. I'm Aaron Brinker. I'm Tobin Brinker. I'm Todd Brinker. And we are On the Brink, the morning show on KCAA. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you.